0: With you on the go, this is the Kissin' Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney. Hello. Matt It's Hi. Your
1: podcast after the broadcast, Woo. ladies and gentlemen. And it's uh, Reba and Lady Gaga's
2: birthday. Who's <laughs> your f- better favorite? Ooh. That wasn't English, but well, yeah, it works.
3: I got to say, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Reba's standing the test of time, but yeah. Lady Gaga could be there in another 30 years.
1: Oh, for sure, right? And Guaranteed. they're both, you know what? The thing I thought was kind of neat, but they're born, born the same day. They're both very talented musically, to put it mildly, but they're also have dabbled in acting, right?
3: And they can act. Have you, you seen Reba's videos?
1: Reba yeah. and the Little
2: Rascals was it a
1: performance <laughs> for the, the ages. Reba in Tremors? Did you guys remember that show? Oh, I definitely and remember that. Fighting all those snakes? That was scary. Yeah, exactly. Now Lady Gaga and uh, of course a Star is born as well. So
3: Can't deny that.
1: No. Anyway, happy birthday ladies. The podcast. Love you both. The podcast is dedicated to them.
3: Aw.
2: You better listen to this Stephanie. That's Lady Gaga's first
3: name. What? It is? Yeah. Whoa.
0: <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack and Matt podcast.
3: Good morning and happy birthday to Reba McIntyre. She's 64 years old today. We're expecting sunshine and a high of 8. Make sure you're listening to Kissing Country at 9 a.m. this morning. We have a huge concert announcement with tickets. And in sports, the Oilers play Dallas tonight with the Oil Kings beating the Medicine Hat Tigers 5-1 last night in the hat. The series is tied now at 2. We'll have tickets for the Friday game tomorrow morning. And it is opening day in Major League Baseball. Craft Hockeyville is downtown. To its four finalists, and one of them is an Alberta town. Rich Valley is about an hour outside of Edmonton, and is a finalist up for grabs—a two hundred and fifty grand. Prize for arena upgrades and the opportunity to host an NHL game at the arena. Now the voting begins tomorrow at 10 a.m. and runs until Saturday at 6:30. And Rich Valley is the only finalist in Alberta.
1: Wow! And so they, are, vote. you know what? They're they're aggressive. Like their social media campaign is awesome. So yeah. uh, let's hope it uh, turns into votes. Fingers
3: crossed. Mm-hmm. And forget about the traditional way to apply for a job. Now you just need Snapchat. A McDonald's is offering Snap locations. This trial. <laughs> (laughs) run was only for yesterday but it was so successful that they might just do it again all you had to do was log into your snapchat account access the mcdonald's canada lens record a video for 30 seconds save it to your application and then submit
2: they'll be so impressed with my nudes that i send them they have to give me a job (laughs) is this
3: the future now you're just like
2: here they'll be like hey we're gonna hire you because you got sesame seeds
1: on your buns
3: oh (laughs) just waiting for that Mm -hmm. i'm jack and that's what you need to know this morning
1: awesome Bobby Wills is coming it's going to be a Friday to never forget or not be able to remember with the listener only party at Cook County Saloon April 12th and we've got a pair of tickets for you to come with us if you're the first person to successfully answer this fun question this morning here it is the shortest person to ever do this was three foot seven inches tall the shortest man to ever do this was three foot seven inches tall what did he do I have a guess. Yeah, and I don't want you to spit it out because you'll probably <laughs> get it. Okay. All right. 780 421 1039. The shortest man ever was three foot seven to do this. What is this?
0: This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Time for the too early for a question question. This
1: one might be, I thought it would be, well, anyway, who knows? We'll find out, I guess. Bobby Will's tickets are up for grabs at 780 421 1039. Okay, Chris, you're up first. Apparently, the shortest. Person and as in man to ever do this was three foot seven. What did he actually do, Chris? Dunk a basketball? No, that was Matt's guess too. Uh, Can you imagine (laughs) dunking a
2: basketball? I can't. I'm just thinking of the logistics. Three foot seven. Okay, his arm probably sticks above his head. Yeah. Another foot and a half. Yeah. Call it. Let's call it four five. Yeah, that means he's got to jump more than four feet. Because it's
1: ten feet, right? Yeah. I was
0: thinking it was a little short to dunk a ball. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. It's not dunk a ball, but you're 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 on the right track. Okay. All right. Thanks, Chris. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
2: Good
4: morning. I'm calling further too early for a question. Yeah. Who's this? It's Michelle.
1: All right, Michelle. What do you think that uh, the shortest man to ever do this was three foot seven? What did he do? Did he play baseball? He just, he not only played baseball, he played Major League Baseball. Okay, just one game, but yes. Still. He had one brief
2: appearance, but it counts.
1: Yes. It does.
3: Impressive.
1: <laughs> yeah, his strike zone, because the strike zone is where, Matt? Because you're the baseball expert.
2: I don't know. Knees to chest, yeah. normally. So there
1: was a pretty small <laughs> strike zone. So surprising, not surprisingly, he walked the first time. They couldn't like narrow it in there, you know? The strike zone was like the size of like, a pea. He's oh. just a little
2: fella. Yeah. The catcher had to go down on like almost on his belly. <laughs> he, had
1: to, he had to dig a hole.
3: <laughs> what <laughs> a game. To get that low. Yeah.
1: You know what? It's Major League Baseball. It's uh, the, the, the first day of the season, I guess, for the Blue Jays and everybody else. So it seemed like the right question to ask. Um, congratulations, Bobby Thank Wills. Thank you. Bobby Wills is not three seven, but he's not tall.
3: Tiny, but He's yeah. not tall.
1: But he has got hit after hit after hit. And you're going to come and watch him perform at Cook County Saloon
0: if you want. I
4: absolutely want to. Thank uh, you so much. Yeah.
0: Good job. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
3: And if your kid has a TV in their bedroom or wants one, listen up. A study from the University of Montreal has found that TVs in kids' bedrooms can be very bad. The kids were studied from when they were four all the way up to their teen years. The ones with televisions in their bedrooms were found to suffer from emotional issues, bad eating habits, weight issues, and symptoms of depression. And they interviewed their parents and their teachers. So they got like a whole round. Hmm. That is scary.
2: It's not that Did you scary. have a TV in your room as a kid, Matt? No, I didn't. Not till high school. All right. When I moved to the basement. Okay.
3: Oh, the upgrade. That yeah. was
2: the biggest mistake your parents ever made.
3: <laughs> I'm jacking that's what you need to know this morning. Kenny well, is my, not getting one.
2: How's my kid going to be a professional YouTuber if he doesn't get a TV in his room fast?
3: Are you serious?
2: <laughs> Dead serious.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Good luck. Hey, we'll discuss the topic, and we'll be looking for your input coming up. Here's Riley Green. This is Kissin' Country.
0: This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
1: Jack, you were talking at the top of the hour about even doctors. Even doctors and teachers say it's bad.
3: Yeah, if you have a TV in your kid's room, maybe rethink that. They they studied kids from age four to their teen years, and the ones that had TVs in their bedrooms had depression, eating issues, social anxiety. Not all
2: of them. No. Some of them.
3: Most of them. Most okay. of them? <laughs> yeah, it led to that.
1: All right. It, and it led to this.
0: You are about to enter the courtroom. The courtroom of love. The couples are real. The cases are real. The rulings are final. This is Kiss in Love Court.
1: All right. You heard uh, Jack talking at the top of the hour, Julie, and you are. I am. Oh, so, can
2: I say You this? can say it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm so sad. My husband put a TV in my son's room. It is cute. He's got his video games in there. He's got like snacks, chips, pop. It's all over the place. It's a mess. He hasn't left his room. It smells like the grossest little farmyard you could ever imagine. <laughs> I just want him out there. I want him outside. It's like really nice outside. He can go outside. I don't know, clean up the yard or something for me instead. Like, go out there and experience the world.
3: So why did your husband do this for him?
4: I don't know. He thinks that he he wants to be like his best friend. He wants to be cool. He wants to...
1: Oh, yes. You okay. know? And he's living like... Yeah, and like, I mean, I'm speaking for myself when I've been a kid. If, <laughs> seriously, if I could have had a man cave, like, my room was like a cave. I shared it with my brother, Jason, but it was not... There not was,
4: like this. It wasn't a
1: man cave.
4: Yeah, no, this is... Yeah, it's too much. It's too much.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I think he could go a little further. Yeah. Is his computer in the room yet?
4: Um, If he puts a computer in that room, I swear I will find a new place for both of them.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, single-player video games are fun, but they're always funner when you have a partner. Yeah. I see what Dad's doing here. Okay.
4: You know, he, it might be. He might be, you know, trying to, you know, find a new buddy, get his Red Dead Redemption score higher, or whatever it needs to be.
3: <laughs> I'm surprised you know that. <laughs> Of
1: course, I do. She wishes she didn't.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I really
1: wish I did. All right. Uh, kiss and Love Court. I guess you're looking for advice. I mean, is the man cave a bad thing? Well, Jack just talked about it in the news. TV in the
2: kids' room is not good.
3: Yeah. After four years old, if there's a TV in the bedroom, it is leading to depression. It's leading to all sorts of problems. They're just watching the wrong
0: shows. Yeah. <laughs> it's leading to depression,
3: and
4: me is
3: what
0: it's <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, love court. It quite often involves the children,
1: and Julie is just fed up with her hubby because he's well, basically turned their son's bedroom into a man cave.
3: Yeah, no, this is yeah, it's too much. It's too
4: much.
1: It's too much. So she's looking for advice. How does she handle this situation?
3: A tabby says, "If my husband had his way, our girls would have TVs in their bedrooms at age three and two. I am dead set against this idea. Bedrooms are for sleeping and playing with toys."
2: Jack. How do you feel about this
3: exactly the same as tabby no way not even toys i books are okay in kennedy's room but if she has toys that's another. That's no bad. paint on the walls <laughs> yeah. we did get this text no my 10 year old son has one in his room and after spring break this week i swear it's coming out he was still up last night at 1 a.m and i can't always monitor what's going on in there Oh, my God, I'm such a bad parent.
2: You need one of them uh, <laughs> oh. V-chips. Remember those from back in the day?
3: No. What are those?
2: They used to control the channels that your
1: oh. kids would watch. Oh, oh. well, I oh.
3: think you can do that on your Shaw box so now. So your
1: parents oh. wisely did that? Is that what you're saying? No, or, they didn't. I they should have, though. I can't even imagine if I'd had a television in my room. Yeah, I, that would have
2: just been bad.
3: Tarina says, yeah, for sure, just like everything, moderation and rules.
2: Okay. Let them have the TV in their room. It surrounds them all day, every day. They might as well be surrounded by it when they go to bed.
3: (laughs) When do they sleep, Matt?
2: Click TVs off, head down. Or maybe the TV, like... Have you
3: ever seen a kid do that? (laughs)
2: Uh, No, but I don't (laughs) hang around a lot of kids at bedtime. (laughs) I guess. But I don't know. Let the TV gently soothe them to sleep. Play like the music channels around the 400s.
3: Yeah, and no higher.
0: <laughs> so true. The pay-per-view channels. Keep away and from those. How do you dudes. know what numbers there are? <laughs> Whoops. All right. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
1: Yeah, uh, TVs, well, even man caves in uh, kids' bedrooms. Uh, That was Julie's frustration, so she's looking for your help with Kiss and Love Court.
3: And we talked about it in the news that they have done a study out of the University of Montreal. TVs in kids' bedrooms can lead to social anxiety. This text just came in. I can vouch for the depression and anxiety. I had a TV in my room, and I can confirm this story is definitely true. I have a lack of social skills. They were horribly affected. It also led to my depression.
2: Okay.
1: Do we
3: have to lump
2: it all on the? sweet, sweet TV. <laughs> it's all the TV. <laughs> it's fault. just not like poor TV sitting there entertaining us for hours. <laughs> Give the TV a break. <laughs> it, there's got to be some
3: other I stuff. I think you said it right there. Give the TV a break.
1: That's the key. All right. Euler tickets and your chance to win coming up. But Gary, uh, you've got a, a 14-year-old daughter. You say no way to the TV. What should uh, Julie do with her husband? she
0: probably sit him down and just say, look, you probably, your son or daughter, whatever it is, should probably your son or daughter needs a father, not a buddy. There's a difference between a buddy and a, and a father, and she probably needs a father.
1: Okay. Well,
0: that's Ooh, that's, that's
1: a, no fun. But that's, that's really good advice, and any time mm-hmm. that the ladies sit us down, we don't like getting sat down.
2: <laughs> we well, have well, to talk is enough to get that TV moved.
3: <laughs> <laughs> any time you're called a father, you know it's yeah. serious.
0: This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Wrapping up a kiss and love court, Julie again frustrated with her husband.
1: Is a ten year old son? I think it was. Yes, ten year old son. And uh, basically, dad has created a complete uh, man cave for him. With uh, you know, the, the TV is kind of the 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 main fixture that's driving her crazy. Because uh, Jack said they, you know, st- studies have proven TVs in rooms aren't good. And somebody just said they're actually doing their own experiment.
3: Yes, Joanne texts in and says, "No, it a- they don't have TVs in their room. It actually keeps their brains active and unrested while they sleep when." left on. It takes 2 to 3 hours for your brain to absorb what it has last interacted with. Therefore, how much rest are we really getting watching TV, iPads and phones? I have 5 kids and some have had the TVs in their room, but I removed it. The difference is amazing.
2: Okay. Darn it! She's got evidence. She's got five kids, and
1: yeah, you-
3: some had TVs, some didn't. Yeah, she's looking at it.
1: All right, there you go. Thank you for that. So, uh, yeah, I think that it's a uh, what? What? What did uh, people say on Twitter on the voting? What, the uh, TVs? They said like forty-two percent. It was closer something?
2: than I thought it was going to be. Yeah.
3: It
1: was
2: forty-two fi- percent yes or, or no, and then the other half was. Um, I, c- I don't have the exact percentages.
1: No, I, I you've forty-five
2: percent continued- yes, fifty-five percent no. Matt
0: had a TV in his room, in case you're wondering,
2: <laughs> big time. <laughs>
0: This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Um, so we thought we'd do a, a
1: quick sheet you didn't know about. I thought, at first I thought it would be Euler-related, and now I, I kind of had to make it more general generalized because I think it's more entertaining this way. But I mean, there's a couple of Euler- Fun facts that uh, maybe you didn't know: Dave Semenko, of course, who passed away in the last year or so, was like the Oiler toughest, toughest guy ever. Mm-hmm. He was actually the last player to score a goal when the Oilers were in the WHL or WHA, rather, before they came to the NHL.
2: I didn't know he played on that team.
1: Dave Semenko was really? on that team, yeah. And then the first guy who ever scored for the Edmonton Oilers when they were in the NHL, Wayne Gretzky. Dave Simanko. Oh. Kevin Lowe. <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> we're both wrong. Who
1: turned out was their first draft choice, turned out to be their general manager in all sorts of things, but he scored their very first goal when they got into the NHL Let's against come full Chicago. circle. So there you go. J.J. Hunter from the Hunter Brothers. We just finished oh, hearing yeah. from them. He played for the Oilers Farm team uh, when they were the Edmonton Roadrunners and played here in Edmonton. Cool. Uh, there has been three players with the same name that aren't related, same last name. Smith. Yari Curry, Dan Curry, and now Josh Curry curry really curry there you go the earliest hockey game was played with chunks of frozen cow dung as the puck <laughs> i have heard that before and we have actually i remember doing that on the farm what oh yeah take one in the teeth with the cow dung it's yeah, the worst the fastest slap shot ever recorded uh Zdeno Chara, guy in the khl a russian named alexander ratchasaviyy 114 mm. miles an hour. Not Are they that I sure don't about that? the <laughs> yeah, They're juicing <laughs> those guns. Yeah, exactly. And Jack, this one's for you. The okay. Pittsburgh Penguins, of course there's Gritty and we've got Hunter the mascot. Yes. The Pittsburgh Penguins once had a live penguin as their mascot. His name was Slapshot Pete. Didn't go over well.
3: That's amazing. Yeah.
1: How long ago? I think it was in the 90s, wasn't it? I think PETA got involved and there was no.
3: Maybe not so amazing for that penguin.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I like this one. In uh, 1924, the Montreal Canadiens won the Stanley Cup and the players drove to their victory party with the cup in the trunk of the car. When the car got a flat, they removed the cup to get the spare tire. Once they changed the tire, they forgot they'd left the cup in a (gasps) snowbank. Later that night, they realized what they'd done and returned to get it. Can you imagine driving down a road?
3: Forget the cup.
1: (laughs) I know why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's pretty exciting to win the cup.
0: Well, anyway, there's your stories. She, she didn't know. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
3: What was the pinnacle of wealth to you when you were a child, boys? Like, if somebody had this, you thought they were loaded.
2: They were the rich family. We had yeah. a green Aerostar van, but if we... Played baseball, or I had a friend with parents that had an SUV. I was like, those guys are rich. They probably made <laughs> upwards to five hundred dollars a week.
3: They're probably rappers. Yeah, <laughs> big SUV. Not, <laughs> none
2: of my friends that grew up were rappers. Or what rap, about rapper you, parents. Chris?
1: uh you know, I, I think it was just the dads that golfed. Like, you know, the, it was like mm. we were on the farm, right? But there was a bunch of guys that lived in town, and they golfed, right? And Townies. then they'd go to Fairmont and they'd golf. And you're like, holy That's cow! True. Those I guys that. were like, they must be.
2: Billionaires. Like,
0: <laughs> how do they afford
2: to golf? Taking their private jet to Canon Ask. Yeah,
1: exactly.
3: For me, it was if you walked in the house and that family had a French door fridge, like the two doors. Oh, yeah. You were like, whoa, you are fancy. And hot tubs. Hot tubs was a big one. What about the
2: ice maker, too?
3: Oh, mm. yeah, on the outside. What about you? You can text us at 103939. What was the pinnacle of wealth to you as a child?
2: Yeah, you can
1: also call us at 780 You're like, holy cow, that family? You come home and you tell your family about what you saw. <laughs> Do you know
3: what they have? Yeah,
1: like they had like a whole bunch of pop, not just
0: one bottle, like they'd bought a head. You
3: Everyone know? gets a can.
1: Yeah, <laughs> here's Scotty <laughs> McCurry on Kissing Country.
0: This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about uh, the pinnacle of wealth when you were a kid. Those things that you were like, holy cow, they must be
1: rich because they have. Amy, who works hard here at the front uh, desk, what is it, first impressions?
3: First impression she, specialist. She
1: just said that when she was growing up, anybody who had a cabbage patch kid was loaded, she thought. Dollar dollar bills, she y'all. She says they could only afford radish patch kids. Like that was just like the. <laughs>
2: Polly Pocket, she said, but she never had it at the fancy houses. Yeah.
3: Oh, understandable. Mm-hmm. Lots of texts coming in. Families had a projector TV that played on the wall. That was the pinnacle of wealth for me.
2: And I think they were wealthy because those things used to be uh, so back in the day. expensive. <laughs> it's
3: true. Yeah. This person says, after going to a new friend's place, my dad would always ask two questions. What does their father do for a living? <laughs> and was their basement finished? <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, Dad's always comparing himself. Finished basement.
1: Yes, for sure. Right. Holy they, they, cow. Nowadays,
2: all the homes come with finished basements, yeah. but like back in the day, they didn't. Yeah. yeah.
3: You were wealthy if you finished your basement. Another person on that note said, "What if you had a two-story house?" If when they said uh, when they were little, "When I grow up, I'm gonna have a house with stairs." Hmm. Little did they know, just
2: up and down to the basement.
3: Bungalows cost way more than two stories usually.
2: Yeah,
1: they're more expensive to build. Yeah, exactly. Who knew? There you go. Who would have thought? Uh, somebody said Hawaii when, you, when they went to Hawaii. Oh. I remember that. Like it's like holy cow. If they went to Hawaii, like they could go anywhere else in the world, but there was something about Hawaii that made them. That rich. is a
3: rich people trip.
1: Yeah,
2: it still is. I think.
1: Yeah. Or
3: anywhere.
2: Disneyland mid school, huh? like if
1: spring
3: break Disneyland. Not trips? Even spring
2: break. Like <laughs> you pull your kid out of school to take him to Disneyland. I'm like. God, you must be rich to pay off the principal and uh, the teachers, take your kid out of school <laughs> to go to Disneyland. You thought
1: you had to pay the teachers off? Sure,
2: I did. Yeah. No. That's
3: just what your mom told you. <laughs> Probably.
1: Yeah, they actually paid your parents to do it. That was weird. What about you? We want to hear your uh,
0: pinnacle of rich when you were growing up. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, Talking again, where did this story come from in Trending, Jack?
3: It's just on the internet right now. What was the pinnacle of wealth for you as you were a child? It was a tweet sent out a little while ago, and it's just gaining popularity. And I think everyone's remembering like, oh, yeah, I remember that. If you had that, I thought you were rich. An example, this person says, if you had your own phone extension and a beanbag chair, loaded. Wow.
2: Be more 90s. Yeah, what's (laughs) what's a beanbag chair cost? 30 bucks? Oh, probably if that.
1: Yeah, 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 but as
3: a kid, you didn't know that. Sure, right. Bailey says, I thought when I was younger that families that had those power wheels were loaded. I always wanted a Jeep.
1: Power wheels. Okay. So, yeah, you could drive in the, get Mm -hmm. in the little thing and
2: just go, yeah, you're right. They were not reliable. No.
3: (laughs) They still have them now. And I agree. If you do have that, you are loaded. They're like 500 bucks. Can't
2: just get one for sure. Nope.
3: (laughs) Another person says Barbies, multiple Barbies, not just the hand-me-down ones, the ones in the box set with a Jeep and a convertible and a mansion. Whoa, loaded.
2: Did you ever own Barbies?
3: Yeah, but not the Jeeper the- Oh, I had a Barbie van. Oh, the big,
2: the pink van.
3: The yes, mo- like the motorhome. Yes. Oh wow! I was on my way, working must, my way up.
1: Must be nice. <laughs>
3: Another text here, junk food. I remember I had a friend, and every time I went to her house, it was like nonstop popsicles, pop chips, and chocolate bars. We were low income and we could barely afford bread, but I loved to sleep over there. And I always went home feeling so sick, but I was so happy. But her mom was a coupon crazy lady. She would go to five different stores if there was a sale, and Air Miles was huge for her.
2: There you go. My buddy had canned pop. Mm. Like we only bought the four liters, yeah, or the two liter bottles, yeah. To have your own individual can was kind of like was a big deal, yeah.
3: And if you got a whole can to yourself, yeah, you were like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with this? I
2: absolutely slammed it.
3: I remember one personally. I remember if your house had columns, I thought you were rich. Columns, (laughs) (laughs) like like Greek. Yes, if you had columns in your house, like whoa, you were loaded. Yes,
1: to do. We read the the trampoline one because yeah, no
3: trampoline. Somebody said for Uh, sure
1: trampoline kids. Oh man, if you went over to somebody's hosted a trampoline. Yeah, they might as well be Bill Gates.
0: This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. What was the pinnacle of wealth when you were a kid?
3: Cam texts in and says, when I was a kid, our family had one car. So I thought if a family had two cars, they were rich. Mm -hmm. Another one here, if you wore Gap clothes, you were rolling in the dough. I remember almost every girl in my grade five class had one of those Gap hoodies, t-shirt, and long sleeve. I was so jealous because my mom refused to pay that much on a top. Remember the
2: Club Monaco sweaters?
3: Oh, if you had a Club Monaco Sweater, you were rich.
2: I was decked out in Zeller's clothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody texted with a sun
1: ice jacket. Yes. Oh, yes. oh, my gosh. Those were
2: so popular.
1: Yeah, exactly. All right. What about you, Sarah?
4: Hey, so following the, lo- the lines of somebody else's with the junk food at their house, yeah. it was um, kids at school that had, like, the Dunkaroos and the Gushers and the <sighs> Blue roll up. Yes. So- not my family
3: at all. I had jam sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Dunkaroos, you're so right. The Lunchables, all the
4: fun food.
3: Yeah. parents did not buy any of that
1: yeah. stuff. Yeah, you're looking over at their desk and watching
0: them eat that, and you're just like...
2: You uh, got a bologna and an old Macintosh <laughs> apple.
0: <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
1: Michael Ray, the one that got away kissing in the morning. Chris, Jack, and Matt were 28 minutes away from a major concert announcement and your very first chance to win tickets. Yes, you could be the very first person that has tickets. It's an amazing show. Mm-hmm. Coming up at 9 o'clock, we're talking about uh, you knew that they were rich when kind yeah. of stories. when you
3: were a kid, what was the pinnacle of wealth? This text says allowance. My buddy got $20 a month to clean his room. $20. Meanwhile, I had to get up at 5 a.m. every weekday before school to scrape out the pig pens as part of contributing to the family farm he once complained about having to clean his room while i was over and we full-on had a fizz fight about it. his mom and i sat down after and had a nice long chat about friends lack of responsibility i was 10 years old
1: there you go you're a better person for it and i guarantee you that living on the farm it paid off in the long run i bet you got a couple of pigs to sell and things like that sure. it, it, it all comes around you had bacon every morning yeah not bad at all what about you what was the the pinnacle of wealth when you were a kid
4: oh my goodness um, well, not necessarily that they had, that they got to do. Um, I had a neighbor next door. They used to go to Disneyland on a regular basis.
2: Yes. Oh, With well, their last names sheets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go?
3: You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J A C K on Twitter.
1: What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D builder on Twitter.